Thank you, boys and girls, students, and parents and grandparents for sharing with us in the incredible music. We want to just take a moment and tell your future. But first, we'd like to take a moment and play a little game we call The Truth About Halloween, a quiz. You have 15 seconds to respond to these questions. Halloween is what? An ancient Celtic harvest festival, A, or B, an effort to Christianize a pagan holiday, or could it be C, a marketing ploy by candy companies, or perhaps it is D, an excuse to wear interesting outfits. It's one of these, or it could be E, all of the above. Text your answers to... 404 HLOween. It is either A, an ancient Celtic harvest festival, B, an effort to Christianize a pagan holiday, C, a marketing employed by candy companies, D, an excuse to wear interesting outfits, or E, all of the above. Text your answers now. And the answer is all of the above. If you text to E, all of the above, you win free entry tonight to Trunk or Treat in our parking garage. Congratulations. And now, your future is. Boys and girls, I want to talk to you for just a second because if I were to ask your parents, what is it you hope for your children? What do you want their future to be? What do you suppose they would say? We want our child or our children to be happy. Most of us would say we want you to be happy. So let's consider for just a moment with that answer that most of us parents want for our children, what else might be a part of that response? This is what the Bible says in this really important chapter in a little letter called Philippians in the New Testament. The Apostle Paul is writing to this congregation that, by the way, was his favorite group of people, and he was so thankful for them, and he was wishing them for their future. He was saying these words, and my prayer for you is that your love will overflow. Now, boys and girls, if your parents could unpack that phrase, they want you to be happy. This really is what they're saying. They would love for your love to overflow. Now, I don't know about you, but I love gelato and ice cream, both. I don't want to be um, biasing against our local establishment. So, gelato and ice cream, and I love my cones in a waffle cone to be just a little melted so that the overflowing of that gelato or ice cream is kind of dripping down the sides of that waffle cone. I bet our ice cream and gelato establishments after this are going to have lots of extra traffic. You're probably like me. You love to have that overflow of sweetness. Well, the description in this passage, my prayer for you, our prayer for you, boys and girls, is that your love will overflow. You can change the trajectory. You can change the life of your family if your love will overflow. Your parents are trying their best to love you in 
the ways that they know how. The problem is with most of our parents is we're kind of stressed out. We've got lots of other stuff going on. And we don't love our children like we should all the time. We're busy and we're doing stuff and we get a little more frustrated earlier than we should. So we need, they need your help. They need you to have love that's overflowing so that they can feel less stressed out and more loving. The way love works, what's cool about love is when you love somebody, it softens their heart and they love you back. It's like love multiplies. It's, a, it's an amazing phenomenon. But it's not just overflowing love. Here's the, the other thing that this passage says. My prayer for you, our prayer for you, is that your love will overflow, get this, with knowledge and full insight. Knowledge. Now, most of you, I hope, are going to school tomorrow. Most of you, maybe not be, you may not be excited about school, but hopefully you have the understanding that learning things is really important. There's something about knowledge that is empowering for all of us. The more we know, the better perspective we have on life. But it's important that this second phrase, with knowledge and full insight. Another way of saying this is wisdom. A great translation in Hebrew for wisdom, chokmah is the Hebrew word, better translation is skillful living. That you live skillfully, that you are able to take that knowledge and incorporate it into how you act and interact with other people, with the world around you. So that your love will overflow with knowledge, the things that you are learning and how you apply those things to how you're living with knowledge and full insight so that you can make good decisions. Now, here's the neat thing about the gathering that we're a part of. There are a lot of us in this space together. And boys and girls, there are some of you who are going to do things that will change the lives of other people. Partly in your family, maybe, but some of you may discover things that will make our world better, different. Some of you are going to be employers who are hiring other people. And how you use your knowledge and full insight and how you treat the people you're working with, how you treat the neighborhood that surrounds you and how you're a part of the community. This literally can change the community where you're living. You have the ability with your overflowing love, with knowledge and full insight, the wisdom that you have as you get older and begin to do things in the world, you can have an impact that you cannot imagine right now. Some of you may discover something that will cure cancer or other diseases we don't even know about yet. How you apply your knowledge and your wisdom and make the decisions that will affect and impact other people's lives is power that you cannot even imagine. And here's the other phrase. Having produced a harvest of righteousness. Righteousness is a fancy word that just means choosing rightly, choosing well. And the other word, harvest, I love. This time of year used to be, and still is in some ways a real special time of year, but it used to be a really important time of year because before refrigeration, which we take for granted now, you put things in a refrigerator, you can go to the store, you can buy things all year round. 
it wasn't too long ago in human history that people like you and me had to can things and store things and keep things in things called root cellars and caves to keep them through December and January and February and March. They were called in those days the hungry months because people had to store up stuff in order to make it through the winter because there was no harvest. So imagine the importance of bringing in the things that you have brought from the vines and the, the trees and the, all the different things that are growing fruit and vegetables. This literally is going to save you and your village over the winter. If the harvest was bad, you knew that there were going to be some people in your village who may not survive. But if the harvest was good, there was a great celebration. And this is a beautiful image now, this harvest of righteousness. So boys and girls, when you make good choices, right choices, when your love overflows with knowledge and good insight, with wisdom, the community responds with joy, with goodness, with a thanksgiving that the harvest is good. You've made the choices that are life-giving for the rest of us. And it doesn't just stop with us. It's not just about you and your family or you and your neighborhood. In fact, the love that overflows from us doesn't originate with us or your mom and dad or your grandparents. In fact, it comes from God who created you with a hope and dream that you would impact the world in beautiful, powerful ways. And when we do that, when we give our love to other people, in a way it's an offering to God because God made us and brought us into this place hoping that we would impact others in a beautiful and good and righteous way, making good choices, loving one another, and offering that love back for the praise and glory of God. Boys and girls, brothers and sisters, this is the future we can all work towards and claim, and perhaps even change by the way our love overflows. May it be so. Thanks be to God. Amen.